We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494 is how you hop aboard here. My belief was broken last night in the Phillies actually winning this thing and pulling it off and winning the World Series. Tucker still has hope, still has belief, talking about karma, all those sorts of things as we head back to Houston. Where are you right now? Do you still believe the Phillies could do this? Because right now, I, I, I need your help tonight. I, I, I want to walk out of here at 10 p.m. tonight and feel like, you know what? All right, everyone convince me. I'm back in. They could win this thing. Because right now, I am in a bad way after a terrible loss. So we'll get back to all your calls in the Phillies just here in a second. On the Eagles, last night was an interesting night. I, I've never. I, it's hard to think of experiencing a night like that, trying to watch both. And obviously, the importance of one so outweighed the importance in the moment of the other. But there's only so many Eagles games. We have an undefeated football team. I'm not going to miss a game. I'm not going to like half watch it. So I, I'm curious – when you call him, we can talk about how you watched everything last night, whether it was a double TV setup, whether you went out. I know there were a lot of a lot of establishments around here that obviously had both on. So here's what I did last night. So I, I did the pregame show with, with Glenn and Ross Tucker, and then I, I sprinted home. And I can't like baseball's the kind of game where I think you kind of listen to, and I you know, I listen on the radio, obviously, to Scott and LA on the way home. And I, I went back and watched those highlights, but I that the baseball on the radio gives you the full picture. So I, I felt like, all right, I'm just going to sit down and, and watch the game for me. I don't need to go back and like DVR any baseball. So I watched from there, and I had the baseball on the big screen TV and the volume l- loud enough that I could hear it, but I didn't need super volume on the, on the game, the baseball game. And then what I did is I put um, the Eagles and the Texans from the start on my phone, uh, streaming on Amazon Prime, and then I put the headphones in my ear. So like I was kind of mostly listening to Al Michaels, and I'd look down at the at the Eagles like on my lap uh, or in, you know in front of me as plays would happen. And then I'd look back up to see you know, the moments in the game I really need to focus on in baseball. How did so you were here last night, Tucker? You watched both here? Yeah. So I, I produced the Phillies game yes. over at WPHT, our sister station. So. I had the Phillies on. That they only have one TV in that studio, mm. which is something we need to discuss with them. That at a future what are point, they if this doing ever over again. there? We have four over here. Yeah, I mean, luckily you mentioned like the Eagles were on Amazon Prime, so I just had my iPad out right in front of me, and I had the Eagles on that. 
But because I had to produce the Phillies, I was so focused on that. I just got home and watched the Eagles again this morning. It wasn't tough. that crazy. And quite yeah. honestly, like if I had to miss an Eagles game. That was the one. That felt like the one. And even though it felt like it never really felt like the the outcome was in doubt, did it? No. It was um, close. But it felt like a team. And we've compared this Eagles team to a college team. I mean, they looked like a college team who was just kind of shaking off the cobwebs. And they were capable of putting up 30 points whenever they wanted. Yeah, it, it's it's remarkable how good they are that, that they don't have to play their best game. And they can win, they can throw, they can pass, they rush the quarterback, they cause an enormous amount of turnovers. We're watching a really excellent football team this year. Excellent is, is the word I'll use for them now. And I just want to highlight Jalen Hurts, and then we'll go back to the phones and reaction of the Phillies, and, and we'll talk some Eagles as well. Jalen Hurts last night, I, I, it hit me, because I, I usually take notes when I watch football games. I watch the Eagles game, I take notes. So I'm, I'm kind of like charting some notes as I watch both games. And... I kept making notes at the missed throws that Jalen Hurts had. And he had, I'd say, three or four where he didn't put his, his footwork a little off. He, he he sailed one to A.J. Brown. I think it was in the first first drive, maybe it was. Like a corner throw because the uh, Texans kept playing the cover two, right? So there was openings in between the corner and safety. And he, he eventually hit them very well with some touch passes. But he missed a couple. Uh, and I kept writing those down like, ah, he missed that one. A little off here. And then I looked up, and I, I eventually, I, maybe at halftime, I looked at the stats, and I, I said, all right, what, what, what's everything look like? It's a tie game. And then I looked up again at the end of the game, and Jalen Hurts was 21 of 27, 243, two touchdowns, no picks, and a passer rating of 128.9. It hit me last night, as I didn't even pay attention to the numbers, how good he is now. That I was nitpicking, like, ah, oh, I missed that when he missed that, and he's still... Put up. I mean, what's what's that completion percentage last night? Twenty one to twenty seven. Like he's still completing seventy percent of his passes, and I I'm I'm writing down the ones he misses. Like I'm expecting now completion, 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 completion. And when something goes off, it's like it's weird now. Well, in the past, it was like you kind of were hoping they could complete passes on drives. Now it's like I'm expecting those drives and those passes to be complete almost every time. That's how good he's gotten, and it's remarkable as you look at Jalen Hurts' numbers. A lot of times when we discussed his trajectory, how good he could be, what's his ceiling? And I remember saying about a year ago, I thought his ceiling was to be a top 10 quarterback. I didn't know if he'd reach it, but I thought he had that kind of potential one day. And every time that his name was brought up, someone would eventually say, well, Josh Allen struggled at the beginning of his career, and he was inaccurate, and look what he became. And I think it was very fair on the other side to say, well, look at Josh Allen's physical tools, his arm strength. There's no way Jalen Hurts could do that. Well, if you look at the numbers, between Josh Allen in 2020, the year he broke out to become an MVP candidate, and Jalen Hurts this year, I mean, they're either identical or Hurts is better. So through eight games, completion percentage, Hurts is better. Yards passing, one, about 130 different, Allen. Touchdown passes, 16 to 12. Interceptions, five for Allen, only two for Hurts. Passer rating, better for Jalen Hurts. Rushing yards, more for Jalen Hurts. Rushing touchdowns, more for Jalen Hurts. Total touchdowns, it's about 20 to 18, and obviously the Eagles are 8-0. That Bills team was 6-2. and two. Jalen Hurts isn't just a good quarterback. He's a star now. Tucker, I, I can't believe that at the rate he's completing passes. Like I, like I said, last night I I was writing down the misses saying, and then I didn't realize like he's completing everyone that's not a miss. Yeah, I mean, his pass rating has been over 125 the last two games, and only, I think, 2013 Nick Foles has ever done that in consecutive games in Eagles history. I mean, what he's done as a passer – Beating teams from the pocket and beating teams from with his arm, 
This is unbelievable, right? Because heading into the season, he was a run-first quarterback. He was somebody that everyone thought if he was going to win and the Eagles were going to win, it was going to be based on his legs. That's what they did last year. He ran for 700 yards and and averaged almost six yards a carry and 50 yards a game. It's not happening this year. Like He's still running at a decent ball, but he's averaging under 40 yards a carry. It's interesting. The way the backfield dynamic works out now, he's their quarterback, and he's really their short yardage back. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are the two roles that he fills, but his ability on third and long to find guys down the field, had that beautiful throw to Quez Watkins to extend the, the first drive yep. early in the game. He, he found A.J. Brown deep. He, he was, you know, the touchdown to Dallas Goddard, which was a, an easy routine play. I mean, he he carved up Lovey Smith's defense for 60 minutes last night. Yeah, and speaking of Lovey, after the game, Lovey Smith called him the most improved player in the NFL, and I think it's it's obviously true. I mean, that's a slam dunk. I mean, to go from where he was last year at this time to where he is now, it's it's remarkable. Jalen Hurts is a star. He is second in the MVP odds to Josh Allen. Allen's still the favorite, but if Hurts keeps playing like this, he's going to close the gap. I mean, we may have uh, we may have a situation where Jalen Hurts is legitimately the MVP favorite at some point, or the co-favorite with, with Josh Allen. And then it's remarkable. These two players both struggled a lot early on, and then they hit, it, it, they hit, and it's just like no one can stop him now. And you look at his counting numbers, and they're all impressive. I like looking at, at the adjusted numbers just to see how he's faring uh, against other quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. And it's fascinating because you look at his, his rookie year when he made four starts, he was below average in every category. There wasn't a single passing category that he was averaging, which is fine. He only started four games, but... He was average in just about every category last year, and this year he's top five in most categories. I mean, even his completion percentage, he was 46 adjusted completion percentage to 83, and now he's 113 this year. I mean, what this guy's done going from being a 52% passer to a 67% passer in just two seasons is something that only Josh Allen has ever done. I always thought it was silly to compare him to Josh Allen, but right now those people who had those takes and had those comparisons, they were right. They were, and it's a testament to him. I mean, he's worked his butt off to get better, and and this team is outstanding. And they're led by a quarterback. That's this is not a make believe MVP candidate. Like, oh, well, I guess he's he's good, and they're good. No, he's the driving force of the football team. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. We could talk Jalen Hurts, the performance last night by the Eagles in a win over the Texans that I never felt they were going to lose. Though it was you know not a walkover in the first half. But they took they took over in the second half. They ran it. They passed it. They got after the quarterback. And your Philadelphia Eagles right now, first time in franchise history. And the Phillies, help me out. I need some convincing. I need some hope that they're going to win this series because my belief is it's low right now. Let's talk to Mike and Marlton. We know what's wants to talk some Eagles here. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Joe? How are we doing tonight? Good, Mike. What are you thinking tonight? Um, so I remember when I was a lot younger, an undefeated team that went way past seven though, like the Cardinals did last year. And that was uh, the Carolina Panthers under Cam Newton, and that team is just filthy. Um, but my concern is that I saw something today that most undefeated teams either are losing in the divisional round uh, or in the Super Bowl, and I'm just a little discouraged by that. Um, I really hope we can lose one before the regular season ends. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I feel like there's something about going undefeated, this unspoken um, kind of, I don't know. It's just like too much for a team, and I, I don't. I think it's overrated to go undefeated. And I'm curious what you think about that. Yeah, it's a great Mike. It's interesting because uh, I heard a couple of days ago um, when Elliot was in with uh, Mark Cerise. And Mike appreciate the phone call. When Elliot was in, Mark he jumps in with Mark Cerise for an hour each Tuesday. And and Ike and, and Elliot were going back and forth on is this worth it? Is it better to lose a game? 
And it was a, it was an interesting debate. And I think if they keep winning, isn't this going to become the central debate we have? I mean, like they're going to the playoffs. They're probably going to be the number one seed unless they slip up a couple times. Like, what's the next thing we worry about or debate other than injuries? It's should they go undefeated as a matter of rest players, all that kind of stuff. Uh, to, to the point he made of teams that go undefeated the longest tend to lose in the playoffs, I think it's a matter of peaking too early. You know, you don't want to do that. Teams that win the Super Bowl tend to get on a run in December and January, and, and sometimes you can't help it. Like, what are the Eagles supposed to do? Like, hey, let's hit the pause button on, on our season, and we'll rev it back up. Like, it's hard. It's just it's part of the way it works sometimes. As far as the only undefeated team I saw, I mean, we Tucker and I were not around for the 1972 Dolphins, so I don't know how they handled it, but I thought the Patriots in 07 – it, it actually did hurt them. I thought they, I mean, they obviously tried to do it, but they were pushing in December, late in December, their hardest to win games, and I thought they were out of gas. If you go back and look at their playoff run, they didn't dominate the way they did during the regular season. I think they beat the Jaguars in the divisional round by like two touchdowns, but the game was never like a blowout. And they, the, the, they, uh, they beat the Jaguars in the divisional round, I think, and they beat the Chargers in the title game. And that one, I think they beat a Chargers team that had Rivers on a torn ACL. It wasn't like, and they didn't dominate that game either. It wasn't like they won it by like three touchdowns. And then they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. And I thought by the time the Super Bowl rolled around, they were tired. Like it, it attacks them mentally and physically. Tucker, that's more of my worry if they try to do this and they pull it off, that it's a mental and physical tax rather than like, because you don't lose, you're due for a loss or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, the last 11 teams who have started 8-0 and haven't won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's weird. The, the, the only team, really, in the last 15 years to win the Super Bowl after starting 11-0 is the 9 Saints. The team to do that, uh, do it before them was was the uh, 06 uh, Colts, mm. who finished 12-4. and But I worry about that, but have you noticed the Eagles are also really healthy right now? Very. I, I was worried last night because— Houston has probably the worst playing surface in the NFL. Their field is brought out onto pallets because that stadium is actually built for rodeo, not for NFL football. But when I look at it, and they got out of it last night, I thought about it and went, all 22 of their starters are healthy right now. right? Like they, they aren't missing any key players due to injury. And I do worry that at some point that luck is going to come back to bite them in week 13 or week 14 or week 15 if they're still pushing for this and they're you know struggling against an upstart Giants team in the middle of December, they play A.J. Brown a couple snaps too many. Yeah, They, they don't get Devontae Smith enough rest. They, they make sure that, that Miles Sanders gets one too many carries, and then you're limping into the playoffs shorthanded. Like, like what they're doing right now is unbelievable, but it's also worth noting they're the only NFL team right now that's like still at full strength. Yeah, well, that's and it's a testament to them because you know the, the way they I think Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni deserves credit I and mean, the way he handled the um, the preseason and the training camp. I mean, they're a healthy football team. It's a fun debate. I I'm excited we get to have this if they keep winning. Like talking about being spoiled. Like should they or should they not go for a perfect season? Like if we're having that debate in December, this thing's pretty darn good. Um, we aren't even halfway through the season. No, we're not. That would be next week if if and when they beat the Commanders on Monday night. We're going to have Trey Wingo on the show coming up at 8. Trey joins us once a week now. A great guest. He'll be with us. I'm going to ask about that. The the idea of of the you know undefeated is it worth it peaking too early we'll talk to Trey about that coming up at eight o'clock Rob and West Grove I think Rob has an idea for a lineup tweak for Topper what's up Rob Hey what's going on Joe uh, I thought I was going to have something to make you more uh, interested and hopeful but uh, then I heard you say that they might be using um, Ranger 
Ranger out out tomorrow because I, I was going to say we got our two best pitchers going in six and seven. I know, uh, but you know what? So, and, and Robin, it doesn't mean they're going to have to. But the fact that no. top, the fact that Topper said it today, it yeah. just makes me think that they don't feel great about Wheeler and where he is physically right now. But but the lineup tweak I had, and I had a quick point on the Eagles after this. But the mm-hmm. lineup tweak because Topper always said he doesn't want to mess with, it. he doesn't want to mess with people's heads. The two that he could switch that are consummate players and it wouldn't mess with them is if you flip Ramuto and Harper. So you get, I know it puts yeah. lefty and lefty in a row. I get that. But, but it protects Harper. It protects yeah. Harper. Yeah. And then it would mean Reese would get more pitches to see too because Harper's coming up next. Yeah, and Rob, here's why I do like that. And I actually thought he might do it before game one uh, because – and I understand why he wouldn't typically, because you don't want a lefty to come in and be able to handle both Schwarber and Harper with only one righty in between, right? You want to typically make the lefty out of the bullpen have to deal with both both Hoskins and Real Muto in between the lefties. But in this series, the Astros don't even have a lefty out of their bullpen. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter in this series. Yeah, that's why I was thinking that. And and it wouldn't affect Muto or Harper anyway, because they're, they're professional hitters. Right. Yeah. Like you can see how yeah. Muto chokes up on the bat when he gets behind. Like he's not swinging for the fences. He's just trying to put it in play. So, and my point, real quick, on the Eagles, I agree with you. Like they are amazing. Last night's game, I watched the Eagles game because I didn't want double stress. I didn't want to watch the Phillies and be stressed and then catch the score like the halftime score, fourteen right. fourteen. Not right. watching it, it you would think it'd be worse than it was, but. They only had the ball three times in the first half. You're right, and they, they scored and they scored and they scored two touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I wish that like all games were played on Amazon. The way they did the after show, bringing out I don't know if you saw it. They brought out Hertz and Kelsey, and the crowd was still there, and the setup of the the stage for the announcers. Yeah, it was I, I Rob, it was that was awesome. And I'm not sure how much you've seen of the broadcast before, but you know, before last night, but I I was watching on my phone as I watched the Phillies game on the TV and it was like it was so good like the ability to pause the game or rewind 10 seconds like Yeah. It was better than like the graphics are better than TV. See, I did that when um on the touchdown pass when they were reviewing it. Right. Cuz I thought for a second Mills across the line of scrimmage. Okay, because I, I, the gameplay was just so quick, I yeah. couldn't tell. So I rewound it to look at it. It gave you the opportunity to do that and not miss anything. Yeah, it you're was, right about that. It was great. Yeah, and I, I yeah. like those guys. That post game show with Fitzpatrick and Richard Sherman. Those guys are yeah. good. So, but yeah, don't give up hope. Like, it, anything's possible. Like, we've got so much going on right now. We can't forget we got the union this weekend too. We do. Four o'clock. You got Rob. You're yeah. right about that. It's it's we got a, it's a weekend of champions. We got an undefeated yeah. football team. We got a baseball team trying to win it all, and it's and a soccer team. Rob, appreciate it, man. So Rob was talking about the post game show last night, uh, and last night was a big party for Jalen Hurts. Right, he got to go home, homecoming. Very, I mean, it's pretty special for him. I'm sure it was great. 150 people in the crowd. His family was there. His mom, his sister, I guess that was his, his brother, too. They were all on the field a little bit. They were showing it. Um, before the game, I forget that reporter's name. Taylor Rooks, is that her name? Um, she sat with Hertz at a restaurant, and they were eating, and he's talking MVP you know, consideration. And you could tell, you know, it's a big moment for him, going back to Houston. Does he get uncomfortable around MVP conversation? Seems like something that would bother him. Well, yeah, when she asked him about it, he, uh, he said he thinks it's a team award. Which is like, of course, that's what Jalen Hurts is going to say. But then after the game, 
Rob was just talking about the the postgame show, Kelsey and Hurts. I mean, listen to this, and I think it gives you a glimpse into, like, really listen to this. It's not just them on the stage. Listen to the crowd. Like, this was a road game last night. Here is Hurts and Kelsey with the Amazon crew after the game and with the crowd that was obviously almost all Eagles fans. All right. You want to do fly? Go fly. Get ready. All right. I don't know if I know the whole word yet. crazy that that was a road venue I mean I, I know at that point after the game whatever Texans fans there left anyway but that sounded like it was here that the whole bottom row if you're watching that clip the whole bottom row for I would say maybe half of the the field right so maybe 25 to, to 50 yards of people that all in the bottom row bottom of the stadium that's all Eagles fans packed in behind the 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 you know, the stage there where they do the post-game show. So, obviously, a, a, a fun time there for Kelsey and Hurts singing that with everybody. Cashmere's in Pottstown talking to Phillies after a gut punch. What's up, Cashmere? What's up there, Joe? How you feeling uh, today? Joe, um, man, listen, Joe, I'd love, to be, I'd love to be positive with you right now, and I'd love to kind of say, to kind of get you off the cliff and say everything's going to be okay. But, Joe, after I've watched the last two games specifically, I-, I feel like I'm starting to see the old Phillies again. The Phillies we saw from April and May and the Phillies that we saw from pretty much all of September. The, the team that cannot hit, that just that tightens up with runners in scoring position. The team that cannot get a hit to buy a hit to save its life with a runner in scoring position that can't even make contact with runners in scoring position, which is something they haven't done this whole postseason because they've done that the entire postseason was get big hits, make good plays, make okay plays defensively. Don't make the big mistake. Get the big hits. This team's not doing that. They're playing tight. You could arguably say, Joe, that the Phillies have actually outplayed the Astros the last four, the four, of the, the four five of the six games. But, of course, the Astros are still up 3-2. And we have Zach Wheeler going in game six. I'm sorry, but they asked Zach Wheeler, hey, after his bullpen, they asked him, hey, Zach, how you feeling, man? You, you think you're ready to go? He's like, well, well you know, we'll see. What do you mean, we'll see? I, I, it does not strike me to give me confidence, Joe. I, it doesn't look good. I think it's over. The magic has run out. The Astros, I believe, are a better team, and they're going to win this thing in six. And there's really, honestly, I can't get excited. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. I yeah, you know, you don't have to apologize. I mean, I, listen, you're, you're telling us how you feel, and that, that's what we're talking about, how we feel after last night. And I feel similarly now, Cashmere, tomorrow night when first pitch rolls around, I, I'll be excited. Like, I, I will be amped, and I'll be hoping that, boom, Schwarber's get the first one out of the park down in Houston. But right now, I do have a similar feeling that it, it does feel like the magic is worn off and the, and the it, universe it like the magic is yeah, worn out. Like when, when McCormick made that catch last night, that was the kind of ball that had fallen in the last couple of weeks. It didn't. Exactly. And if that ball falls in, I mean, you could arguably say JT, I mean, because that same kind of ball that hit, except it was the left field, that against the Braves, he hits an inside the park home run. The game is tied. You know, you could arguably say if that ball goes off the wall, McCormick doesn't catch that. 
you can arguably say JT's all the way. He's at least probably going to get to third. Am I wrong? Uh, no, he probably is. I mean, Casper, you're, you're right and, about that. And who that. knows? Maybe he might try to score. Maybe maybe Dusty Watson tries to send him, but it's an out. And then, and honestly, I mean, if I'm Dusty Baker, I mean, if there's one thing that can lose in this world, if there's one thing that can lose in this World Series, do not pitch to Bryce Harper in a big spot. Just don't do it. I'm walking him every single time. I don't even care if it's Trevor Valdez tomorrow at all. I'm walking Bryce Harper. And I'm going to say, Castellanos, you beat me because he hasn't shown he can. I mean, I like his defense, but, hey, uh, Dick, we kind of paid you $100 million for you to start hitting, and you're not doing it here. You know, and he... Reese Hoskins is such a joke. I, 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 I Listen, I like Reese. I'm not trying to be – I'm not trying to disparage him here, Joe. The guy, the guy can't play it. I mean, he just can't play defense. Like, I, he's hit a couple bombs. I'm glad he's had some good postseason moments. But my God, man, could you make could you make a ground ball and make a throw to make a throw to home plate? That that lost the game. That was like our Bill Buckner moment. Oh, it was egregious. I mean, it, it's a play egregious, that he's got to yeah. make. Yeah, Casper, we appreciate it, man. I hope you feel better when you watch tomorrow. You know, I'll be on with Tom Kelly tomorrow night after the game. Hopefully, we're talking. It's weird. I I always hoped and thought like it would work out that, that we could be I could be on the air when the Philly season ends, and I was hoping in a parade here or in a championship. But like I'm going to do the final out tomorrow night and, and the post game with Tom Kelly, and it's just I, it's weird after this run because the Phillies have consumed us for the past month. Like it's it's weird that tomorrow night we could say good night to the season, goodbye to this. I haven't really wrapped my mind around that yet. That tomorrow could be the end of the season. But as far as the um, the, the the Hoskins thing goes, I mean it's you know what's amazing in in the football playoffs cuz it's one game two games three games you could kind of be a different player in the football postseason it's such a short period baseball it goes on so long you are who you are and like this hasn't this been the full Reese Hoskins experience the last month streakiness home runs and bunches defensive miscues like he's been the full Reese Hoskins this postseason yeah i mean you can trace their one loss in the NLDS to a Reese Hoskins error yep. and He's made other defensive miscues in the past, but he hit four home runs in the NLCS that we didn't really notice. He hit a home run in Game 3 of the World Series, too. But now that it's kind of all on display and their offense isn't clicking the way it was a week ago, all of their warts are exposed. Their inability to to get people out, their inability to move guys up and, and play small ball on a consistent level, it's now all exposed. Like The Astros look like a better team right now because the Phillies aren't slugging home runs at the rate they were against the Padres and Braves. Yeah, 215-592-9494 will come back. Your phone calls, I need some help believing. I need you to help me believe in this team that they come back and do this. Whether it's karma, destiny, belief in what they've done before, because I'm down right now. Like My belief level on the Phillies was so high after Game 3, so high. And it has fallen back very low right now as we head to Game 6. Do you still believe? Yes or no? 215-592-9494. We'll come back. All your phone calls in the fills. And I want to throw in and talk about the most under-talked about or underrated or just kind of under the radar excellent part of this Eagles team that shows up week in, week out, and makes big plays. We'll talk about that with you guys on Sports Radio 94 WIP. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is that I'm always finding new players or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino is you can combine these props with other bets in the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for Sunday's games. Look, I'll give you a game that I like a lot of props in. How about we go with the game between Detroit 
and Green Bay. This feels like an over game. I'll go over in the game. I will go over the rushing yards for Aaron Jones. And give me over the passing yards for Jared Goff. I think the Lions have to play catch-up, and he throws for a whole bunch of yards in the second half. Same game parlay, just one of the many reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. And there's fast withdrawals when you win. FanDuel pays your winnings fast. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. I really like the FanDuel app. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today. Promo code GILIO for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.